This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. We never start the week off slow. You can't do it on this show, not with having Michael Babcock on board, our usual first topic of the week. I mean, our computers might get slowed down and act up a little bit, but no, no, not not the guests, not the content. That's for sure. Ramya Muth and she is at AMI headquarters in the studio there. I am Kelly McDonald at the home studio, London, Ontario today, and appreciate wherever you are listening in. We've got lots of great conversation ahead. Hang in for the day, hang in for the week. Lots ahead. Uh, let's welcome into Talk Headlines, Mr. Grant Hardy. Hey, I'm Grant Hardy, and welcome to the Headlines segment. I tackle everything from health and lifestyle to accessibility and tech. I have it all right here on Kelly and Ramia. So uh, a couple of programming notes today, folks, just for your interest. Obviously, we've mentioned Grant joining us now. He will also stick around later on in the show and join me for hour two as he is getting adapted to joining us as a backup co-host on the program. That's number one. We'll get more into that later on when we begin hour two. Number two for me is Miss Amuthan is doing all this arranging, getting things ready because she is the host tomorrow for the Halloween edition. I just get to show up in or out of costume depending on my mood. Oh. Right? We, we, in or that? out of what? costume? Yeah, I'm We're relying on that incredible costume you have lined up for us. It's a good thing you don't know what it is. Secret. Don't I? First, Grant, we don't know what hers is Ooh. either. But anyway, so tomorrow, Grant, I get to do what you're going to do today. Kind of lay back, enjoy, and let someone else put all the stuff together and just kind of smile <laughs> and go along. Ah, there you go. So wonderful. Where are we starting, you sir? Sh- you shouldn't tell people that, though, Kelly, that I'm going to be jumping in in the second hour because you're going to lose your audience. No, we, no we don't way. Want they're that. excited. They're loving what you're doing yeah. here. So they're going to be excited and think it's going to be more of that, or they're going to think it's all and more of what in the world. They might even say that once or twice too. Mm. What yeah. in the world did he say there? Most of them aren't coming until 4 p.m. anyway, so. <laughs> to change our script a little bit, make it all what in the world. Uh <laughs> Yeah, folks, I got kind of a light story here to start off the week uh, for Monday. There is a, a, was a survey of young Canadians. When I saw that, I it's terrible. I thought to myself, like, do I fit? It? Do I do I qualify as that? Uh, but the survey is eighteen to thirty four year olds, um, and sixty three percent of them name cost of living as their number one concern over other critical issues like climate change and healthcare, which kind of makes sense because it's definitely the most meaningful issue, at least in the short term. Uh, Three out of five say they are barely scraping by and 53% say their job does not provide enough to cover their basic costs of living. But even more concerning, they are not optimistic optimistic about the future with 88% of young British Columbians expecting the essential cost of living to continue to soar. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, apparently, people are finding creative ways, hacks, if you will, to not only share, uh, save some money, but even have a bit of fun. 
So I'll just go through some of them and then we'll get your thoughts. Uh, so some of them include uh, apps and deals like budgeting tools and coupon clipping apps. Uh, they People are doing more things like returning recyclables, cooking from scratch, and making sure they never pay full price for anything, as well as investing in a good coffee machine instead of doing their coffee runs. But also apparently building community is a big trend for younger of the younger generation. Uh, so for example, they're borrowing from each other, trading their skills instead of paying for other people uh, to do it. And they're enjoying simple pleasures in place of going out, such as playing cards and having little board game nights. And apparently that's actually a uh, way of building community. What do you guys think in terms of your budgeting tips, your thoughts on this survey? What are your thoughts on just building community during hard times? Well, building community during hard times, obviously, right? Like we we need different ways that we can get together and and have uh, things that bring us back together, commonalities, I guess, but also just the idea of fun over other things or over other approaches and ways to get together. Uh, I find that, you know, during colder months, especially, Grant, there's lots of reasons why people are having a hard time in uh, past few years. We can say COVID and point fingers at that, but just weather changes, seasonal changes, darker days, like all kinds of reasons. Um, and hard times because there are holidays and festivities and things that come up all over the place, October to December, even through January and February, that, um, most of us are, you know, excited about for different reasons and get together for different reasons this way, but isn't the case for everybody. Some people are having a harder time because of the holidays. So um, to kind of not focus on festivities, but to focus on other ways to get together is super important. You know, it's such a great point about the holiday time being hard for some people mm. like we always hear about those people you got a you know a big family you're prepping for you know the winter holidays thanksgiving you know whatever it is, whatever it is but like some people are very alone and yeah. that's that's super important uh to remember but i guess one positive thing is i remember I remember all the way back in high school, people talking to us to convince us to like apply for their particular, you know, you know post-secondary institution. Mm. And I remember people from very, very cold, remote places saying like, if you come here, it, there's actually like the biggest sense of community that you'll find because it's yep. so cold. It's so hard that people like come together and support each other and do all kinds of mm -hmm. events together. Kelly. Yeah, I, I feel for me, Grant, and because I'm only about 10 minutes older than you, I feel that my life experience has heard this before, right? That it's always a survey comes out and, and we know there's different times, but let's say before pandemic, before, you know, when we didn't necessarily fear wars and stuff, they're sure they're going on around the world and things like that, but not so top of mind as things are right now. But in those times, winter, whatever time of year, a lot more people did get together, but there was always the phase of, yeah, I don't have enough money to do that, or my job's not paying enough. And, you know, again, we have a situation right now where how much can employers who are hurting themselves, you know, how how much do they have to be responsible for people living more comfortably? We can demand that, hey, people should be getting paid equal 
for the work they're doing and in the similar value. No, none of this discrimination of, of who you're going to pay more. Oh, well, I've got more experience. Well, you know, with skin color, does sex have something to do with it? Mm. So, none of that. I, I mean, in theory, you can only expect an employer, knowing times are tough, to be as supportive as they can. That's not our traditional history of our world. We need other places to cut corners. And mostly that comes from, I can't go out three times a month for lunch, dinner, whatever it might be. I can only go to one movie a month or maybe one movie every second month. I just can't afford it anymore. But that's the same story I've always heard, no matter what. Because a lot of time we stop and say, how often should I be paying to go to movies? Is that my hobby? Is that just being extravagant? And I think that people have to make those calls themselves. And these younger people are doing it. They were discussing that about finding the side gigs and that the age of finding the side mm. gigs has gotten younger and younger. You have kids doing it at home that are 10 years old. And when I hear that, I stop and say, yeah, but when I was a kid, I couldn't do it. But everybody talked about having a paper route. And things like that, that when we had newspapers that they had to do, things change and people have found other ways. There are other things that young people, young, very young people, have been able to find that they're able to do because of their skills online and their knowledge. And I think about it and say, wow, yeah, I guess that's kind of the same thing. Like when so many kids would go and and like throw newspapers at houses and mm. so on. So no, it's a, it, to it me, it's reciprocal. It's a very interesting, and, and same with the holidays. We see the, what do you call those movies? Um, all these nice Christmas the, movies that are out, yeah. but the um, Hallmark, the Hallmark movies. Mm. We see all that stuff. So we get that idea. They're all the same, same formulas we've talked about on the show with Greg David, but they're all that happy feel. Sure, you have some people who are alone, but at the end of the film, they're with a bunch of other people, such as community, as you've mentioned, if they have no one, or the family that they've lost, or the family they're kind of estranged from. So we get that, but there are those stories out there that do not end that way. And I think, Grant, that's what like what, what you and Rum were referring to. You hear some of that, and it is easy to forget. But boy, when you think about those poor people or run into someone in that position, boy, does your heart go out for them. No, it does. Absolutely. And I I think it's a good reminder. And just to preface to say that it's not easy for a lot of people to do this, but, no. you know, maybe to channel some of that, that like, oh my gosh, you know, hopeless feeling of like times are really hard right now into kind of like, you know what, like I'm struggling right now. What if we, you know, get a group together and kind of alternate you know, we're, we're going to do dinner at, you know, your place one night and dinner at my place the next night, or, you know, we'll tutor, right. you know, your, your kids in math, whatever, in exchange for, you know, maybe a little extra supplies or, or a trade that I can't figure out how to do. Just, just some, some sense of like, not going through it alone and maybe making some more friends or contacts at the same time. Something for me to think about. Anyway. Mm, mm hmm uh did you have any final thoughts Rami, or should we move on uh no let's move on to the second sure. thing uh so this is kind of an interesting one but it, british columbia is so easy to forget because we have so many big cities but we are in the bear country so it is not unusual even in some of our cities like coquitlam uh for bears to come pretty close to your home and so with it getting halloween time tomorrow people are putting their uh, jack-o-lanterns outside uh for trick-or-treaters to look at whatever people are reminding you to bring those in 
at night, keep them inside as much as possible. Like if you're able to display it through a window, whatever, ideally only display them for uh, during Halloween night because they can actually attract bears. Uh, and they just throw in some safety tips about if you happen to meet a bear in BC while you're out walking, stop and stay calm. This is interesting, actually. I don't think I knew this. Speak to a bear in a calm voice. Oh. Let them know you're human and not prey. And then back away slowly, making sure to give them lots of space. They're there to protect their food, their space, and their young. And if you're not threatening them, apparently bears can actually be relatively un aggressive what do you guys think i'm not really trying to talk to the bear though at all <laughs> you're not gonna yeah, buy it wouldn't that. have been my first thought <laughs> hello, mis- hello mr bear oh, um what's going on, man? oh i have some segments to do tomorrow mr bear please don't just let me go and prep for my segments thank you yeah <laughs> don't can we go back to like the original so i can do it <laughs> the original advice of play dead or whatever it's uh no I guess because the more stories we hear about bears just really taking over spaces, you know, just like unapologetically yeah. drinking all our pop and stuff like that. You're thinking, well, they're mm. hungry too right now, right? They're because hungry. of That's the it. way things have been and they're thin this year. They're saying they're the bears just haven't have been able to get enough food. But mm. it's that play dead thing. I heard an expert talk about it a couple of weeks ago. He said, D- don't do that. Yeah. If you do have to go down and do the best you can to cover your head and accept you're going to get very hurt. If you're lucky. What? That's yeah. very morbid. Yeah. That's, That's not... probably yeah. true. Okay. <laughs> he said, playing dead is false. Don't climb a tree. They can get up there faster. Oh, yeah. They'll meet you up the there screaming. at the top. You know, there's yeah, you these screaming. The being bigger. The being and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And, and back away is per. Is totally I'm getting a brand. lot of contradictory advice here. Um, no, you're not. No, you're not. I'm being Don't told scream. to talk to my bear in a calm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or, I'm or not a bear. Com- as he's coming to eat you, be bigger. Oh, yes. no. I think it's quite obvious away. that I'm not a bear. Bear. Yeah. But you're, that, if you're kind. Works. Yeah, if you're kind. <laughs> Contradictory. Mm. Hear her, Grant. No, just don't play. Well, don't play dead, Rum. Don't try to climb the tree if you find it. Right. Okay. I just won't move to BC. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah, you just for all the up. advice. Back, I won't back go camping up. in northern Ontario. Just back up. <laughs> quietly. No. And throw them a pop just, bottle since they know how to open them now, and maybe a candy bar since we've had stories of yeah, the I feel like throwing yeah. things at the bear is not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see? See, look at this. <laughs> and screaming, eh, Grant? Grant Hardy <laughs> joins us, of course, on the program Monday and Wednesdays. He will be around for our second hour of the program as he co hosts the show with me. And Rumya goes and screams and sees if it works against bears so she can send him a message saying from the hospital, not it didn't work, Grant. We're going to step aside. Videos. For a couple of moments, check them all out. See how mixed up those videos are. Uh, season four of Level Playing Field comes up uh, start on Tuesdays. It's on Tuesdays here on AMI-TV. We're joined today by a special guest, Paralympian Marissa Papastansmu. Pop see if I can say it. Papastansmu. Close. Close. Not quite. She's with us next. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. 